Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. The Spurs Show, available on podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. Harry Flatstar must have been the proudest footballer on earth as he ran up to the Royal Box to receive the cup from the Duchess of Kent. Spurs have won the fabulous double. The Spurs Show, the longest running podcast for Spurs fans in the world. Looking for Trippier, who's in behind them again. There's another good ball! Supporting Spurs all the way, the Spurs show. Yes, I think it was, was very good. Uh, I think for our fans it was fantastic. I'm so happy for the team and, and the club itself. It's just a, yeah, a special day. Coming up on the Spurs show. Hello everyone and welcome to another Spurs show, a joyous euphoric Spurs show following our fantastic victory at Manchester United. We'll be reflecting on that, we'll be looking forward to the game at Watford, the clash of two 100% records this weekend at Vicarage Road. We'll be looking at Hugo Lloris's legal predicament and also the sad news of the demise of Gary Mabbott's toe. Uh, which has been eaten by a rat. And to help me do that, I've got an incredible panel. It's fantastic. I've got Simon Lipson here. Simon, welcome back. Yeah, thank you. Looking how, forward to this one. How yeah. are you? Yeah, I'm very well. Good. Yeah. I've got Matt Snow here. Matt, welcome back to you too. Oh, thank you very much for having me. You find me in a rather good mood, funnily enough. <laughs> oh, good, good. And fabulous timing. I've got a man sitting to my left who has worn the white shirt of Tottenham Hotspur and the red shirt of Manchester United. He's won the FA Cup as well. Terry Gibson, welcome back. My pleasure. So good to see you all. Uh, so let's crack on. So, gentlemen, I mean, there's only one place to start, and that is Old Trafford. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I don't know about you, I've been walking around punching the air all day long. Terry, I know that you played for both clubs. I also happen to know that you are a Spurs man through and through. What did you make of that encounter last night? Well, it's being a Spurs fan, it's still surprising. It still takes some getting used to yeah. that, that we actually... Before the game last night, I'm thinking a, a draw would a take a draw mm. away from home this early in the season. All those players that we've got that have been involved in the World Cup for practically 
the entire duration. And then the, you you get one nil up, and you're thinking, right, hang on. <laughs> and within a couple of minutes, we're two nil up. And then a little bit of pressure, wasn't there, from United. But mm. to get the third, it really did ram it home that we are genuinely... And it's been irritating the life out of me over the weekend that other people are saying it's a, a two-horse race. Yeah. This early in the season. Yeah. Um, and I think we are better than Liverpool. Anyway, mm-hmm. I think we've shown that in recent seasons. They've signed a couple of two or three new players that should make a difference, but in my opinion, still people are still over-talking the impact that some of the players Liverpool have bought, mm-hmm. huge amounts of money they've bought. Goalkeeper was important, of course. Yeah. But, but when you look at the other players they've bought, they've not been around in the Champions League, they've not played in the World Cup, so I wouldn't have swapped any of those Liverpool signings in the summer for any of our yeah. players. So... I think genuinely we we do have a chance, but being a Spurs fan, still it still seems you impossible. Don't really, yeah, you can't <laughs> quite see it. But, but I mean, the thing about this Pochettino team is that, is that every now and then he he does something that we don't do, and the last thing he's got to do, of course, is win the league, which is the last thing. Because now that we've won at Man United, I mean, Matt, did you see it coming? No, I didn't at all. You know, in the first few seconds where they actually leapt ahead, Fred looked good, and I thought, OK, this is going to be very tough. Mm. We got a half-time nil-nil. I thought, OK, OK, we, we've held out. They've thrown everything at us. And Toby Alderweireld, can I just say, what an imperial performance. Mm. Um, but then they came back in the second half. They were having another go, you know. And again, I, we weren't rocking, but on the other hand, we weren't getting much into their box. Yeah. And then suddenly it all turned. And obviously, by the time it got to 3-0, I was not actually having a flashback to the last time we led Man U 3-0, which was that moment when you suddenly went, oh, my God. Too early. <laughs> it's far too early to celebrate. Yeah, yeah Simon, did that cross your mind? Certainly did yeah, mine. Uh, well, no, I didn't. I wasn't thinking that, actually. I mean, I, 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 mean, I, I came here fully prepared, you know, because I knew it was coming on the show today. You know, just somehow, you know, it's almost pre written isn't it you know the the script is we turned up uh, didn't really play could have scraped the draw had a chance here and there and then we lost one nil so you you know that's the kind of <laughs> yeah that's the kind of scenario last year for you're example. ready for. Yeah. yeah last year's a you know, case in point um and I, I thought the first half was uh, oh, it was difficult wasn't it it's mm. one of those where you're just sort of you know watching it and you you're, you're in a state of high tension you're mm. thinking it's gonna this we're gonna go any second and once we go we're gone um, of course, we had a penalty, which mm. should have oh, been yes. given. But yeah. you know, you know I, I tweeted at that point. You know, can you imagine getting a, a, a penalty yes. at Old Trafford? Me neither. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it so you know, it, it's it's it wasn't going to happen. And then um, Harry's goal was br- yeah, an absolute master. It was a masterful head of that. Yeah. You know, mm. the more you watch that, the more you see not not just the strength of the head and the, the placement of the head, the way he made space for himself. Yeah, just gave himself a yard yeah. from Jones. And did that, and, and and Mora was really miraculous all night, wasn't he? He, yeah. he? Chasing everything, and his ball control was good, and his finishing was was absolutely nerveless. So you know, it's one of those where a two nil, we were under a lot of pressure, yeah. but I, Alvaro seemed to just be pickpocketing everything, everything. You know, all the whenever Lukaku got near him, whenever Lingard got near him, he just took it away for Tongan as well. Yeah, and I thought one of the guys who was absolutely brilliant although he, he made a few cock-ups when he got into good positions was Deli Alley because he never yeah. stopped running yeah. and, and he was still contesting throw-ins when we were 3-0 mm. up with about 30 seconds to go and that's the kind of competitiveness that that we now have we almost take it for granted yeah but we didn't um, used to have that 
No, yeah. exactly. And you know, you see people, people like Dyer, who's another sort of unsung hero. I, know. I thought he played I know, really well. Yeah, he did play very well, and I know he gets a lot, lot of criticism. But you know, players like that sometimes. I mean, Ericsson had a stinker and mm. still made a goal. And so, when you've got, you know, even when you've got players who are a little bit off, and you, and yet somehow the, the kind of the, the corporate entity is still strong, yeah. and you've still got that that you know, where they're all pulling for each other. Yeah. And, and it never stops. It doesn't relent from the first whistle yeah. to the end. And that's what Pochettino's given he's us. Given what us we that. never, ever had never under had. about 59 managers in a row. <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> and it's, it's that old thing, you know, but what was it Ferguson used to say, yeah, you know, that's it's Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. So, Which yeah. lots of people yeah. tweeted yeah. last yeah. night. Yeah. Like Tottenham yeah. fans yeah. tweeted that. Yeah. But we're not that team. I heard him say it. Yeah. I was sitting there. Yeah, I was sitting there. I was in matchday squad. Wow. And he canes Spurs and he canes... Tottenham that particular day had a load of young players for some reason. It was at Old Trafford. It wasn't that cup game. I was sitting there. Allen and Neil Finn, was it? No, no, it wasn't a cup match. But I'm no. pig sick. I'm not in the. I thought I had a chance yeah. being on the bench. Not. Yeah. I'm in the team meeting, and there was a few young players playing for Spurs. And he went, and you know what these youngsters are like at Spurs who come through the ranks. They think they're this. They think they're that. They're all big time Charlies. I don't know any exceptions. And I went <laughs> sitting there thinking. <laughs> I did, <laughs> and then Archie Knox, his assistant. I mean, he was. It was a. It. He wasn't being. He was. It was a motivation speech yeah, to his squad of players. Would work. Yeah. Yeah. And Archie Knox, the assistant, come over and give me a playful dig in the ribs and said yeah. he didn't mean it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was sold about a month later. But blimey! <laughs> to, to actually have been there when he had, when he bloody said it. The thing that was about last night, I thought at halftime, yeah, it didn't look good at all, really. Although we were pleased to be still in it and still, obviously, had it in with a shout. Yeah. But I, at that point, by the end of the game, you don't want to be churlish or, or criticise anyone. But at that point, I'm thinking. Danny Rose looks dodgy. Get terrible, terrible case of giving the ball away. Oh, they should yeah, have scored. Yeah, but yeah. also, just generally looked a bit flaky. And I thought Dembele looked flaky first yeah. half as well. Mm. And because and, and, what you're looking at at the moment with Tottenham is, what about the reintegrated? The reintegrated mm. meaning Danny Rose, Dembele, and Alderweireld. Mm. Um, are they going to be committed enough? Even if they want to be, can they focus enough? And can they be committed enough? And in the case of um, Dembele, is he ever going to be fit enough? and athletic enough again to be good enough and I felt at uh, half time the jury was a bit out because Alderweireld had played really well and, yep. c- and played even better second half Dembele had looked to me hadn't looked that good and I'm thinking mm, I'm not sure about this and I think he imp- improved a little bit second half and he did yeah. go the distance and Rose improved because everyone improved second mm. half but the first half I was thinking is he fully at it Rose and I'm still not certain about Rose what do you, what they're do you... three good players though aren't oh, they oh they're great and, players and at their and best they're absolutely Fantastic players. I think the, in the, the world has best. moved on in terms of being a bit more mature about players whose contracts are up or players whose contracts who are not playing on a regular basis that in the past have had issues or, or wanted to move clubs. And I think in general now, clubs do and players do tend to have like if Alvarez's contracts up. There was a time when probably they would they players might have coasted, mm. but I actually don't think that be the case. But I think nowadays players clubs are aware of the Bosman ruling and yeah. they make take advantage of it when it suits them. So I'm, 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 I'm pleased the three have be, stayed. Yeah, I'm, I'm, really I didn't happy. think Rose was coasting. I thought he was. He just looked rusty. Rusty, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. that back pass early on, as you said, and. Uh, generally throughout the game, but I, I felt he picked up as, yeah. as the game went Pochettino on. Pochettino went across him, then it was a break yeah. in play, yeah. Yeah. and he put his arm around him, and he was having which a word. Which is great management. Yeah, that was straight after the cock-up. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. basically, it's t- it was to get his mind off what yeah. he yeah. just worry done, about it. Yeah. to get move it. him on. Yeah, you know? forget about it, yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, I, I also felt, and I felt for a little while, that Harry isn't quite at it. I don't, you know, after the injury, which he had at the end of last season, 
never quite came back to that. I mean, he's still scoring goals yeah. for fun. Yeah. And, you know, he is an immaculate finisher. He did, but he missed an open goal for him. Yeah, he did, yeah. You know, five minutes yeah. after his goal. And I, I don't think he's quite there. So, you know, you, if you imagine that all of those players, assume, assuming that the commitment is there, if you imagine them all coming back to their peaks as we go through yeah. the season, we've got a spectacular side there. Yeah. Really spectacular Yeah, side. and when you think that Rose, I mean, I think Rose is our best left back, but it's not bad when you when he comes off at the end and, and Davis comes on because Davis mm. is, would get into almost, well, certainly most other Premier League teams yeah. easily. Yeah. You know? And I think Winks coming back to fitness is great yeah. as well because wow. Winks is the other passing central midfielder, isn't he? Yeah. That can sit in there and actually keep the ball. Yeah. It's great to bring him on late when, you, when you're not getting any possession. You know if he gets it, he's unlikely to just boot it or, or give it away. He's more likely yeah. to, to maintain possession. It's a criticism, isn't that We haven't got the strength in depth, which we haven't got 25, like City and, yeah. and United probably could do with a lot less than 25. But yeah. We haven't got 25, but then you, you met the pl- those players you mentioned. Son's away as well. Yeah. When um, Yama's injured as well, the yeah. so we had Devinson Sanchez on the bench last yeah, night. So it probably gets up to about 18, not far away from 19, yeah, 18, 20. 19, 20. Yeah. I don't think he needs that many more. And Unless we've seen you have a total injury crisis. We've seen the young ones as well, haven't we? That we may not, you know, be aware of another one or two players. Yeah. It might be Harry Winks. It might be Adele Ali. I know he broke into it really quick, but hopefully there's yeah, well, there's like Amos, just behind. You know, Amos. I think what I've seen, he looks good. He looks a prospect. Yeah. He was on the bench, wasn't he? Yeah, and he was. He, yeah. Um, he was about to come on, on and then uh, Poch changed his mind. Yeah. yeah, I mean, things look really rosy, I think. I mean, if you look at... I mean, let's talk now about maybe the, the weekend. I mean, <laughs> going to Watford, who have got nine points. But I saw... I don't know if you saw that Watford game at the weekend against yeah. Um, Palace. Palace, yeah, I saw yeah. the second half. I thought yeah. they were a bit lucky, actually. Mm. But I, then, you know... Luck is luck is something we all wish we had, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, but I, I, what I mean, I suppose is, I mean, it might seem an obvious thing to say, but I don't think Watford are gonna gonna be that tough. It, and it, it, it looks a bit like an early season flourish, and, and yeah. the, you know, they'll, the, and they actually do tend to start seasons quite well, yeah. don't they? And then yeah. they, they once they've got so enough points, they tend to fall away. And I, I don't feel they've been pushed yet, and and we yeah. are. I mean, obviously, on, on we're a patently stronger side, yeah. um, but you know it's the old uh, banana skin business, and you and know an aggressive team, aren't they? Sorry, so, and they're an aggressive team yeah, at the moment. So yeah. it's the big, strong, aggressive, get the ball forward, two and strikers. It's going to be yeah, it's going to be a mm-hmm. totally it, it could be a difficult game. Oh, because yeah. they're confident, crowd will be up for it. Yeah, yeah, they'll be. It's well going to be. Yeah. You just hope our quality shines through. We match them exactly. for work, and but there are physical. Team. See, Kapu's challenge at the weekend is going to be... Yeah, mm. like, should have gone off, should Yeah, so he's going to be lively at the weekend. Yeah, he's got something uh, to prove. Yeah, um, that'd be a tough, tough game. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, just while... Uh, just, I'll just pause for a moment to remind everyone that Ladbrokes are booking, uh, are backing the Spurs show this season, all the season, and we're delighted to say, and you can get uh, preferential treatment at Ladbrokes if you go to bet.spursshow.com. Net. And while I'm doing the housekeeping, I should also remind you that uh, on September the 10th, we've got the first of our private live shows. That sounds a bit like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, triple X, doesn't uh, yeah, it? Yeah, I'm thinking, as soon as I said it, I thought, no, no, I can't make any promises of that nature. But instead, we haven't got exotic dancers, but we have got Mickey Hazard. 
in a small basement in north of Soho at the Albany pub the, those shows are really great because it's just like a smallish group of us and we have a great old chat and uh, do a little interview and stuff but then the, but then the guest always meets everyone who's there you know and um, so those shows are great and you can get a season ticket for those shows at seasonticket.spursshow.net I think that's right but definitely go to spursshow.net and you'll and you'll find out where to get them. and we've got loads of great shows coming up last year we had fantastic people like Martin Chivers and Alan Mullery Bobby Davro Hunter <laughs> Davis so not not even just footballers Bobby Davro is hilarious so uh, I recommend getting one of those season tickets so we can uh, so we can meet you all and you can come and uh, hang out with our with our heroes all of our heroes uh, so now on to some pressing matters of the field first of all Hugo Lloris of all people Hugo Lloris who I always think has made captain of our great club because He's not like a footballer. He's like a he's like a statesman. I mean, he's captain of France. He's not he's anything but a kind of uh, sort of old fashioned boozing and sort of uh, womanizing footballer. You would think. And suddenly he's been du- he's been done for drink driving. What WTF, as the youngsters say? Yeah, I think it's just proof positive that drink can make a fool of anybody. I don't think it matters where you come from, what your background no, is. It, it can it can yeah, screw yeah. you up. Yeah. And you know, I mean, he's also isn't he also the son of Two very wealthy lawyer and a, and a banker really? or something. So he comes from sort of mm. yeah, yeah exactly, just as I suspected, up, upper middle class kind of, kind of, yeah, kind of yeah. stock. But you know, I don't think that matters, and I no. and I think it's a, a horrendous mistake on his part. I hope yeah. it doesn't. I hope it's not doesn't bespeak a kind of something else going on with Hugo that there's an issue, there's a problem issue, yeah. because you don't like ant out of ant and deck. You, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, you do. I mean, you, you've got to. I mean, maybe that explains his kicking. You know. Well, his kicking's always <laughs> his kicking has always been terrible. It's Let's shocking. be honest; it's always been terrible. Yeah. Sometimes it makes me laugh when commentators go, "Well, his kicking's not very good tonight." What do you mean tonight? It's always it's never any really good. <laughs> yeah, but do you think there was a case for some people thought he'd get dropped? Anyone think there was a case for that? No, not I think all. We, we all make errors of judgment. I, yeah. I, I don't know how much over the limit he was. No, it's it's daft when you think about it. you can afford a cab home, can't you? And yeah, he was yeah. meeting some That's of the, his French teammates. Probably still celebrating the, the the World Cup win when you get together with two or three players. Is that where he was? Was he out with some? I think it was Giroud was was oh, okay. there as well. I blame Giroud. Yeah, yes, hundred yes, yeah. percent. It was a grunge. Yeah, it was a, yeah. it was a coming plan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, I think what I see from him, he feels he's let he's obviously let himself down and everybody else, but he feels particularly he's let Pochettino down. Yeah. And I think when you saw Pochettino explaining it, you could imagine Lloris thinking, yeah. "What have I done?" Yeah. You know, and he's going to face punishment. I noticed last night when they were coming off the pitch, uh, Pochettino gave him all a hug as his way and he gave him an extra big did, hug, didn't yeah. they? As if to yeah. say, you felt like they'd been through a difficult yeah. 72 exactly. hours together. Yeah. But they'd done, I mean, Poch, mm. his thing presumably always is let's just focus all this energy onto, onto winning, on, that's mm. all that really matters. And then they'd done it together you know yeah. and they got through it there was a lot lot of stuff on uh twitter you know from rival fans saying you know well you should be dropped you know you should yeah. kick him out yeah. i'm thinking well you know if you're a let's say you're a surgeon or let's say you're a bloke who works in a, a uh you know a coffee bar or something would you would you not be able, be able to work to to the work. following day you know or the, day, the couple of days after yeah, just no, because so. you know and i think it's certainly it's a serious matter mm-hmm. it's something that it requires attention from the you know from the club and they need to address it because he's you know there's an element of you know he's a role model and he represents the club and and he's let the club down there's no yeah. question about any of that 
Uh, and the club needs to deal with that, deal with that internally. But to say, oh, drop him or you know, lose the captaincy. The captaincy is probably more of a you know, because that that does that's about mm. a, a bloke's responsibility and a bloke's standing. Mm. And you might argue you know, if you've been done for drink driving, your standing within the side you know needs to be dealt. You need to, to at least think about whether you know uh, perhaps you should lose the captaincy for for a season or you know. Uh, but even then, I'm not I'm not convinced yeah, I mean, that. The, the offence You've got to be ne- Necessarily I think if you're Pochettino You just want to be pragmatic Don't you If you think yeah. Stripping him yeah. of the captaincy And giving it to Harry Kane Upsets the whole apple cart yeah. don't, You're not going to do it Well like. I, I think there's I think there's a bit more to it This is to do with The, the Pochettino culture That he has at the club Which is, is We're all grown men mm. We take responsibility And if he If he, he If uh, Hugo looked him in the eye And said I really, really messed up, and I'm very sorry. And he apologises to him and to his teammates, and maybe even to Levy because he is a major club representative. Yeah. Then, okay, th- th- that is now over. We now move on. Mm. Is that he has, pe- you know, he has now got uh, well more points than West Ham. But <laughs> 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 yeah. th- th- wh- why should he be punished by his employer? In addition to the punishment he has already received, um, you know, by the yeah. law, um, if he had been, say, unrepentant or childish, well, if he had been childish, I would have been very surprised because yeah. we know that Pochettino likes, and this is not being, uh, you know, sort of old-fashioned or non-PC. He likes to have men in yeah. his squad. That is grown-ups who yeah. take responsibility. If he'd have been petulant, let's say like Andros Townsend was, you know, a few seasons mm. ago, he would be out the door. He wouldn't be just dropped from his captaincy. Mm. He would be out the door. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm just suspect. I mean, I don't know, Terry. You might know more than I do, but uh, whether <laughs> worried well, now, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but contractually, there may well be a clause that that is to do with uh, the way you represent the club. Uh, uh, you know, in your private life, there might be something that that you know where you where you are responsible for that, uh, and there may be some clause that yeah. that penalises you or puts you at least subject to some kind of. Um, uh, well, like a fine, yeah, a, a well, fine, know, or uh, at, at least but when we used to work with, you know, when we make commercials, we we work with celebrities, and when you hire them, there's something called a death and disgrace yeah. clause. So, it, you know, obviously, so you're covered if they just accidentally die on the way to the shoot. But also, if they do something that is so uh, disgraceful. You can then not use them and still get and, and be covered for it for insurance. Yeah. So, at the but moment, then they, they're, like un, they're undermining the product by doing that. They're right? undermining yes. the product, but yeah. that's in a way what Hugo Lloris, you could argue it's if you were a yeah. lawyer, a Tottenham Hotspur lawyer, you could say you've undermined our brand yeah. by being our main uh, representative mm. and captain, and you've done something sure. which is sure. know, Remember, we've been here before. Remember when Ledley King got done outside yeah. a nightclub yeah. and there was an altercation yeah. with with a security guard. Yeah, and he was captain at the time. And right? he was yeah. captain at the time yeah. and he didn't lose his captaincy. He was deeply apologetic yeah. because yeah. he knew he'd done wrong. Yeah. yeah. I would mm. argue that it is slightly less serious if you're if you're not at the wheel of a car. Yes, that's because, true. Of course, because the, uh, yeah, you, you, you you're people's sitting lives in danger. behind a yeah. ton of, of yeah. metal going at high speed. That's Probably a, a very expensive yeah. and fast ton of metal yeah. in the case of But I mean, I think, you know, from, as far as we know, he hasn't got any form. So this, this looks no. like a first offence. Yeah. And uh, it's a serious one. It, yeah. needs, it needs to be addressed. But in terms of, you know, where he is within the club, as you, as you said, rightly said, you know, Pochettino... Knows he knows the kind of guys he needs in his team, and Loris exemplifies 
mm. those sorts of guys into my to my way of thinking a yeah. sensible mature man made a mistake and it's yeah. a bad one uh, but you have to move on you have to get let's on move, let's leave it there let's yeah. move on let's in fact let's go to a break after the break we'll be talking about gary mabbott's unfortunate foot and playing tribute to lucas mora The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And welcome back to The Spurs Show. So, uh, so Gary Mabbott. Now, there's a story today. Terry and I read it. It's, it's deeply disturbing. Gary Mabbott, as everyone knows, is probably the most famous diabetic in the country or, or yeah. close to the so. most famous diabetic in football. Yeah. And uh, he has all sorts of uh, medical consequences of his condition. One of them is, it, it, it seems, that he has no feeling in one of his uh, feet. And he was on holiday in South Africa. His family, I think he married a South African. His yeah. daughter's yeah. Uh, in there. And, uh, yeah, he was in the house. And, and he woke up to find that quite a large amount of his toe was missing, having been eaten by a rat. Terry, am I, have I told Incredible. that correctly? You have. <laughs> it's astonishing. Horrible. I mean, you know, he, the man is a Tottenham legend. For me, I, I, he's, I am of an age where I saw his entire Tottenham career from start to finish. Mm. It was long. Mm. At the beginning, it was very varied in terms of all his positions. positions. Oh, yeah. And yeah. also his form was varied at the beginning. But he still got in the English squad pretty quick and he was still an all-action committed player. By the time he settled in at centre-half for about the last 10 years of it, he was absolutely fantastic. And that's one of the, the reasons he was loved, is the amount of games mm. he played. He was a proper captain. This rat... It, what is he? Some sort of gooner? I'm absolutely <laughs> disgusted. I mean, I'm not fond of rats as it is, but I would like to. I'd like to get hold of this rat and do something very bad to it. I actually first came across Gary before he came to Spurs. I was right. in the we were in the England youth team together. All oh, right, and we were away in a place called Pula in Yugoslavia at the time, which is now Croatia. Mm. And that's when Gary. He had his first mishap illnesses. Right. And, and that's he when he was, was diagnosed, diagnosed was with oh, right. diabetes. Okay. So, so it wasn't from childhood. We were stopping the bus on the way to games two or three times for wow. Gary to, to get off, throw up and, and oh not feel God. well. And that was the first time. So when he came to Spurs, I knew further England trips, seeing him inject himself mm. um, on, a, I think, seven times a day now. Wow. And ten times a day blood checks. Wow. So to see... An old friend make the career that he had yeah. on the back of that handicap. As I mean, a most people would have thought you've got no chance, mate. So sheer dedication. Uh, nearly everybody yeah. thought, thought that. Yeah. I mean, he was at Bristol Rovers when I was in England, England New Team mm. with him, and everybody thought, you know, you, you can't realistic. do that. He's injecting yeah. himself at half time in front in the change room in mm. front of people mm. before the game, after the game. He's got biscuits. I think I've witnessed a couple of seizures mm. um, where he. he we, someone had to administer something sugary quick to, yeah. to get his levels back up. Yeah. Astonishing to think that he had that yeah, I mean, career. And, and it is incredible. Not just that you know he's he's made a, he's made a career in spite of that. You know because I you know I've got a friend who's a serious diabetic. Probably yeah. sounds similar to that. You know injecting a lot uh, and you know constantly unstable and having to you know have some sugar or to lose some energy just to try and keep the thing in balance. Yeah and. Um, but it wasn't just a, a career; it was a top class. Exactly. Career. You know, here's a guy who sustained it. I mean, day after day, he yeah. was, he, and he, he, you know, he was one of our most consistent players. You know, in a period of, of terrible inconsistency, yeah, surrounded by bloody yeah. mediocrity, absolutely he was fantastic yeah. in the centre of that defence for ten yeah. years. Yeah. 
When he was, I mean, he had a few injury problems, but you always knew when he came back that the whole team was reliable. He, 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 he was yeah. the best yeah. timer of a tackle I've ever seen in the Spurs shirt. He just, it, it, actually, rather like Good leaper Ald- as Ald- well, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah, got up Because well. he wasn't six foot four. And he mm. wasn't quick, but he's rather yeah. like Aldevarad in, in the sense that they, their positioning is so good you and their it's all, timing on the tackle yeah. is so immaculate. It's and, all and about it. savoir-faire. That, yeah. that position, isn't it? It's yeah. just knowing where to be and what to do. Yeah. It's well, an inc- going back, more Bobby than any Moore other position. had that same thing. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. fast, but You know he where exactly, to be yeah. and you know what to do yeah. and when to do it. And that is a remarkable yeah. thing. And, and that's why they usually get better as they get older because that sort of mm. thing comes with... Because all that data goes into their minds from yeah. all the games. Mm. Yeah. Some of them come kind of fully formed, like Lidley. Yeah. Like, he, he just mm. seemed brilliant straight off, although he did improve. I mean, but... But Mabbott wasn't even a centre-half to it's begin with. a link with. for his career as well, wasn't it? Yeah. In those circumstances. Unbelievable. In- well, he found that position there, and he was so much the centre of our team, wasn't he? For yeah. For such a long time. Yeah. And then he got thoroughly mistreated. He's also a brilliant guest, by the way. We've had him on the shows, on live shows more than once. I've also interviewed him when we've made films at Tottenham. And he's very frank, which is great. And he, and he is very frank about Christian Gross, because he's he done all of that. <laughs> and then Christian Gross t- turns up and basically massively mistreats him. Like where he's... Didn't know that. Oh, you treated him so badly. Wouldn't pick him and kept picking Raymond Vega ahead of him, which he which used to drive him to distraction. And not I said to him, not just you, mate, all of us watching in <laughs> the stands as well. And then the last game of the season, apparently, the club had promised him, because it was his last game yeah. ever, Gary's, Gary Mabbott's last game, or would have been, and they promised, Christian Gross and Alan Sugar promised that they would play him from the start in the game. I was there at the game. But um, at the last minute, Gross said, no, I'm picking uh, Vega because I want the points because I want to finish. It was like the difference between if he'd won, he would have finished thir- you know, 12th instead of 13th or something like that. And he said it's important to finish. And I, in my- so, so doubly insulting because it's a trivial matter, the points, really, in context. But also he's saying I've got a better chance of winning with Vega. We all, still- I mean, all due respect to Raymond Vega, he's been on this show as well, but he was, he was not Gary Mabbott. No, no. Ma- um, in fact, Mabbott referred to him more than once as uh, Christian Gross's love child. <laughs> <laughs> he also, well, let me just say this. I had it on good authority. When Christian Gross was going through his, his bleakest, his darkest hour, uh, not when he finally got fired, but the season before, it looked like we were going to go down. And um, the certain members of the board approached Mabbott and Klinsman, who are very close, very, very, very close mates and remain very close mates, to uh, take over the management. They said, we're going to get rid of it. If he loses on Saturday, he's gone and you two are going to run the team. And he got a result on the Saturday. It never happened, but he was that close. to That would have uh, cheered him up, knowing. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a terrible end. It's another one of those terrible stories about an ending of a Spurs career. He basically got stitched up by Sugar and um, yeah. and Gross, which was a shame. But he, obviously, yeah. he's, so he's got he's fully he's full massive dedicated Tottenham man now. He's been an ambassador for ages. And so we we would like to send our best wishes to Gary and hope your toe, well, I don't know if your toe can get better after it's been eaten. It's not going to grow back, is it? No, no, no. It's <laughs> the easy answer. <laughs> the simple answer. <laughs> it, I was trying to be more technical. Is it the big toe? <laughs> I think it must be. Well, that that can be tricky. Do you yeah, remember? It yeah. affects your walking. It does affect your walking. Do you, do you remember? Oh, maybe that, it's maybe is it? Maybe it was. I'm not sure. Yeah. It was his big I mean, I think donkeys decades ago. The cricketer Fred Titmus. Oh, oh yeah, he lost his three toes, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. did he? Um, but the key one was the big toe, and yeah. I think he really struggled to walk after yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's not his big toe, but it's some part of his yeah. foot. 
Maybe we just thought bitter. Horrible. Anyway, to move on to more cheery matters, get well soon, Mabsy. More cheery matters. I think we should probably, because we didn't earlier when we were talking about the game, pay some sort of tribute to Lucas Moura. Because, my goodness me, (laughs) I mean, he looks like, I mean, who was it last night comparing him to Thierry Henry? I mean, he was absolutely fantastic, wasn't he? Yeah, do you know what the, the pleasing thing was? He's, been, he's had a difficult period, hasn't he, coming from exactly. PSG? I think he, he had emotional. Uh, yeah, that's what night. you love to I see. I thought there was tears in his eyes yeah. at the end of the game, which is great when you see a player that cares yeah. that yeah. much, that wants to succeed that much. Yeah. His pace for the, his second goal... Revelation, was, wasn't it? It was breathtaking. Yeah. It was the, the, the burst, the acceleration from a... Yeah. The, the moment he seized on the ball, yeah. the acceleration to take him in no distance at all. Over five or six yards, he was two or three yards away from his the opponent. Defenders out the Loads game. Loads of touches with his left foot and a right foot finish. Two-footed, balanced, withheld the challenges. He, 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 I was really pleased with it's exactly what you hoped he was going to end him. up being. Pleased like. for him, yeah. yeah. And he came across so nice as well on the, yeah. the interview. Humble, you know, committed, yeah. all the things you want. And yeah. It's interesting, actually, because we, we, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, we, we've got a fantastic side, we've got a lot of fantastic players, left, right and centre. What we've lacked a little bit is a, is a game-breaker. Sometimes when you, you know, particularly when you, yeah. we're playing, as we often do, mm-hmm. pack defences at, yeah. uh, at home. I'm not sure where home is, but anyway, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> and suddenly you need somebody who can make, just with pace or with a trickery or both, um, and and also with you know can go past a player or two and has got the, the the technical skill to either lay it on or to have a shot and he seems to have that mm. and I know there's a you know all that criticism of I know we I, I'm accused of being a happy clapper but a lot of criticism of, uh, of of Levy and you didn't buy anybody mm. and we're just mm. falling behind well no but uh, to me I'm sure they were trying to buy people but when you look at the squad. And you, you look at Winks coming back, you look at Mora coming good. They, they must know this internally, that actually, how do we improve what we've got? It's very difficult. It's hard to do it without yeah. spending money that we don't spend or yeah. can't spend. Mm. And I, to me, it looks like prag- pragmatism. You know, that they, they knew they had this, this, uh, this guy coming through. And that yeah, he's, be, like a, yeah. A, he's like a £60 million pound Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've yeah. got Aurea as well earlier when we, we talked about those players. That yeah, they can come off the bench. Night. Yeah. Again, he adds up the numbers, but no, I agree totally. I think. Yeah. The, the transfer window issue of us not spending didn't bother me in the slightest. Terry, you're an expert on the Spanish way. football, and obviously the window's not closed there yet. Are you hearing any? That you're not hearing anything disturbing about any of our players being sniffed around? No, by? I cannot believe that Real Madrid weren't linked with Harry Kane. Yeah, because he's the one player they need. When you look yeah. around, all the centre forwards in European football, they're all thirty, thirty-one, yeah. the Lewandowski's, yeah. Cavani's, people like that. The one exception is Harry Kane, and I was fearful that they would come in with two hundred and fifty million, which yeah. probably. Would have been tempting. That would be tempting, yeah. Mm. I'm not saying Spurs would have sold him, but it, it would have been tempting. Then you've got the other issue if we all believe that Harry Kane wants, would would stay. Yeah. But if you do get that chance, yeah. to, you know, to go and play for Real Madrid as the most expensive player, in, well, it's who knows what have happened. But yeah. no, yeah. they've not been linked with Good. Harry at all. So we're right, nothing to worry yeah, about. I've checked every single day <laughs> okay. since the nothing window opened. But it actually, it would have been interesting if they come in with you know a couple of hundred million, yeah, uh, and Levy had just dug his heels in, mate. And that would have been a hell of a statement, <laughs> wouldn't it? You know, it's just not. I don't. I think no it's the Levy effect. 
Yeah, I think they know that they're going to have to pay. Yeah, so yeah. they don't even try. Yeah. No. They've got away don't, with don't, it. Don't bother phoning Bell, they've got away yeah. with it, but I think they know yeah. that unless they difficult. really are. Thankfully, they know how difficult yeah. it is. Well, it's that Fergie thing, isn't it? Yeah. Is, is it negotiating with Levy over Berbatov is more painful than my hip replacement? He was the fans' yeah. choice as well, yeah. Harry Kane. Yeah. They were having webs, uh, in polls in Marca yeah. and asked the two big Spanish papers, and he was miles ahead of anyone else. Um, Ed Hazard was. There's no interest really to be because he's not what they need. No, maybe it They've would have been interesting if, if, if it was all. No, they they tested the water to see mm. what Harry would have, would have. You know, would, would yeah, he be agitating and saying, "Look, I want to go." I've I want got to a feeling this. that he wouldn't. I, I like to think, like you said, we all like to think he wouldn't go. But I, I've got a feeling he's got time yet. He's got. He could go in three years, couldn't he, to, to somewhere like that if he continues to progress. And my, be my feeling with that though is always if you miss the chance. Yeah, you might, you don't know what might, might not get the injury. Else, that might be go, available someone next else time. Come and, through. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it would be that huge, would cross his mind. Huge yeah. choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, thank God he hasn't been presented with it. Yes. Yeah. So I was going to. The one thing I was I was going to ask everyone to talk about the stadium, and I thought we could all have a bit of a moan about tickets and all that. But you know what? I don't think it's necessary. There's been a lot of that going on recently. Nothing's really changed in the stadium story. There is a bit of confusion and stuff about tickets and refunds and all that. But who cares? We just beat Man United three 0 So I'm going to. I think we should draw uh, proceedings to a close. But I think. We have to do what the traditional thing is, and I should ask you all for a prediction for the weekend, a score prediction. Simon, what do you think? Ooh, I think, well, we're too, we're too good for what, but don't yeah. let's face it. Uh, I would go for a steady 2-0. Mm-hmm. To us, by the way. <laughs> Matt? 1-3, <laughs> to us. Okay. Terry? 0-1. One. One, okay. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say 2-0, but in the interest of variety, I'm going to say... 2-1 yeah that's probably my preferred 2-0 as well but I'm yeah right I think we yeah I think we'll just the great thing about Tottenham now is they just do whatever they need to do to win and that of course as we all know is the mark of a potential champions at least and the mark of a team that's in the race and we've been in the race for three years anyway it's just it's not even that unusual who'd have thought we'd be saying things like this even remember the Tim Sherwood days we never thought <laughs> we'd be not, saying we'd be there, talking like let's not go there yeah. okay with that sorry to end on the uh, TS words but uh, thank you so much Simon Absolutely for joining pleasure. us Matt thanks for coming Terry oh, great to see you me. thanks yeah, ever thank so you. much uh, Ollie our engineer cheers mate and uh, I think Mike Lee's back next week Cow and you Spurs This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Sports Social Podcast Network.